Crossing the highway late last night It should've looked left and it should've looked right They didn't see the station wagon car The skunk got squashed and there you are You got your dead skunk in the middle of the road Dead skunk in the middle of the road Dead skunk in the middle of the road Staking the highway Well, welcome everyone to... The Lighter Side with Robin Walter. Today's uh, topic is the lighter side of wives. Yeah. You know, um, a long time ago, many moons ago, I was taking a bar exam in South Carolina, and we had a little lecture in the middle of it all from the South Carolina uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, by the name of Bubba. I don't remember his last name. I just remember his first name was Bubba. And he told a true story that when he was on the bench, that he was taking a confession from a man who was a bigamist. And uh, I've done some time on the bench, and I know that if you're going to take a confession from somebody, you have to make absolutely sure that the person understands what they're confessing to. Otherwise, a confession is of uh, no value. It's invalid. Every element has to be admitted to of a particular crime if they're going to make the confession. And so... Bubba asked the guy, he said, uh, sir, do you know what bigamy is? And he said, yes, I do, your honor. He said, what is it? He says, one wife too many. He said, so then I understand that you would know presumably what monogamy is, just to be clear here. He says, yes, your honor. It's the same thing. Well, 3,000 years ago, Solomon lived, uh, had 700 wives and 300 concubine. We'll get to concubine in a minute, but being the nerd that I am, I'd like to do a little bit of math here. If the average honeymoon is two weeks and you had 700 wives, that would be 1,400 weeks of honeymoon or 27 years of honeymooning. I mean, you would think that if you're going to do 27 years of honeymooning, you might as well just buy a condo in Miami Beach with a first wife, right? And then you get to the concubines. Concubines just have to be there, be frank about it, are basically there for sex. No obligations from the male to the female. It's called concubinage. And he had 300 of these girls. Uh, you know, I've got a lot of old 45s. I've got a lot of old soul records and a number of James Brown records. I feel good. Pop's got a brand new bag. I got all of those. But his third best-selling song was actually a song called Sex Machine. And if Neil Diamond hadn't cut in front of him with the song Sweet Caroline, I'm sure James would have named that song Sweet Concubine. But... It was too close to Sweet Caroline and ended up with a sex machine. Now, how that worked, I don't really know with Solomon. Maybe he just said, uh, servant, um, why don't you get me La Pelosa tonight? And he said, oh, king, live forever, but uh, you have 17 La Pelosas. Oh, yeah. Well, then get me the one with the long black hair. Well, oh, king, live forever. But we live in the Middle East. All the girls have long black hair. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I can't go any further with that to figure out how it worked, but there are four times Solomon references having a nagging wife. One time he calls her contentious, another kind calls her a, like a dripping something, dripping something. I don't know what it was. 
and I don't know if it's four different women or if it's one woman he's complaining about four separate times. But I want to do a little more math. And on the assumption that there were four different women, let's make it a worst case scenario. I consider the fact that out of 700 wives, if four of them ended up to be nags, so to speak, all right, that's, that's only about a half of 1%. That works out to 0.57% on the nag index. Now, wives, I have to ask you, if there was only a 0.57% chance, a 57 one-hundredths percent chance that your husband, who to whom you're engaged, or the person to whom you're engaged is going to be your husband, would turn out to be a jerk, would you marry him? Husbands, if you knew ahead of time there was a 57 one-hundredths percent chance that your wife would turn out to be a nag, would you marry her? My guess is that you'd say, well, hey, let's roll with it. Because that's not too bad, right? But this is where it goes a little bit sideways in my own head. If you've got these four women, and each time, and I've read this story probably a dozen times, and somehow in the back of my head, when he's talking about these nagging women, I hear a woman with a Brooklyn accent. Yeah, I, I just do. Saul, for the fifth time, I told you to take out the garbage. Criminy, Saul, what's wrong with you? I mean, that's what I hear. So, we've got only a few choices to take away from this story, and from this broadcast, for that matter. Number one, best choice, love your wife like there's no tomorrow. Just do that. You're told to do that, do it. Number two, but if you still don't want to take out the garbage and you don't love her like you should, then you got to face the fact that you have to take her out for every breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day for the rest of your life. Why? To avoid the garbage. Point number three, there no longer exists concubines. It sort of went out of fashion about the time camels ceased to be a primary mode of travel. However, I have heard that it's actually live and well in a few uh, fraternities on select campuses and in the Middle East. But point number four, I just lost my last female listener from Brooklyn. From the lighter side, this is Walter out.